Welcome everybody to Betting with Babies, the team that helps you balance your babies and bets. We got another great episode planned for you tonight. It's a divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and we are down to our final four games this weekend. We've got our pod picks for each game coming up. We're building touchdown score and parlays. And of course, we've got your tips to help you balance babies and bets on a big sports weekend. I'm your host, Mr. Clutch. I got my co-host, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How are we doing this evening, gentlemen? What's up, boys? I'm drinking a uh, Hop and Hazy, a little Ship Bottom IPA. I actually went to the Ship Bottom Brewery uh, this past weekend in LBI. Uh, it was fun. Picked up some solid beers. Had a nice weekend watching football. Between, you know, some pretty good teams. There are great games. They're all pretty close. Learn that uh, playoff games are actually closer than they than they appear. And uh, last but not least, the Dolphins seem set to acquire Deshaun Watson. So everything's really great here. Matty Stats, what do you got? Uh, things could be a little bit better over here. A little bit of an interesting time at this household. Uh, went to eat some lunch today. Couldn't taste anything. So... Teddy told me I might have the vid, so yep, he's light not a totally candle, <laughs> say a prayer. I'm going to go get tested. Yep. We'll keep you updated on Instagram. Probably. <laughs> 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 well, there'll be breaking news. CNN. Don't Don't worry. Well, we can't lose our Maddie stats, especially during the playoffs and definitely not before this big divisional round coming up. So since we got a lot going on and we're going to, add a couple extra TD scores into our parlays this week. Let's get right into last week's recap. It was not the best week for us overall. As a group, we finished one and three. I went one and one with my picks and Teddy went 0 and two. I think for me, biggest surprise of the weekend, probably the Cleveland Browns, but we'll get, we'll get into a little more of that. There was also a couple of games early on. We felt confident about like the Seattle Seahawks, that did not come through as the Rams are moving on to the next round. Boys, what did you think of wildcard weekend? Yeah, I was shocked about the Browns. I mean, I was, I was hammering the Steelers. I was all in on the Steelers and the Browns just came out and beat them. I mean, in every facet of the game, it was crazy defensive touchdown. Baker Mayfield looked like a really good quarterback, which I love. I'm a big Baker guy, but uh, it was shocking and it was really fun to see. I want to say I was fooled by the Steelers. When they came back against the Colts, they really felt legit to me. Mm -hmm. And they weren't. Like, I was just like, oh, they went over, they went 11 and 0, they dipped. And then I thought that was like their turning point. And it wasn't. It was not. 11 and 0. I mean, what a turnaround from 11 and 0 to out in the wild card. And they were out of that game in the first quarter. I mean, you know, the Steelers outscored the Browns the rest of the game and just wasn't able to come back from that. So we've got four games left in the NFL season, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. For this week, we're going to go through each one of our games and pick who we like. First, we've got the LA Rams going up the Green Bay Packers. Packers are at home at Lambeau Field. The line is minus six and a half. And I'm going to go first here and I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers at minus six and a half. Uh, I think these guys are focused. 
they've looked great all year. Uh, I'm honestly surprised the Rams have made it this far. I know that defense is tough. It's the number one defense going against the number one offense, and I think the Packers are going to win this game, um, and they're going to cover minus six and a half. Maddie Stats, what are you seeing? All right, so 63% of the money and 75% of the tickets are on the Packers. If Cooper Cup does play, expect him to have a solid game where he holds a significant advantage over Shandon Sullivan. You can expect Rodgers to be under a ton of pressure from the Rams' D-line, which holds a significant advantage over the Packers' O-line. But that doesn't worry me too much because Rodgers has a league-best passer rating when under pressure. Green Bay has struggled against good defenses over the course of the year, so they lost to both the Bucs and the Colts. And weather should not be a factor in this one. Expecting a high of 33 with a light chance of rain. So after watching the Rams' defense do what it did to Seattle, I'm going to fade you here, Amato, and take the Rams with the points. What do you think, Teddy? I'm going to say Packers minus six and a half. So, Amato, I'll follow you. There we go. I like it. It's a great first game to kick off the weekend. Again, this is Saturday at 4.35 p.m. Could be a snowy game, which would be exciting. Next up, we've got the Ravens and the Bills. This is an 8-15 game. The Bills are currently favored minus two and a half at home. Teddy, who do you got? Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens plus two. Lamar Jackson looked unstoppable running the ball. What do you have, like 150 yards rushing last game? Even threw for some yardage too, but he's just even the best of the ball. Yeah, right. Like he's just the best athlete on the field. It's hard to beat that sometimes, and I I think that the Ravens are battle tested and playoff tested. I think they get the uh, dub in Buffalo. Matt, uh, what do the stats say? All right, so we got 55% of the cash and 46% of the tickets on the Ravens. So the public's pretty split. The Ravens' defense effectively locked down the Titans last week, but face arguably the best wide receiver in the league in Stefan Diggs this week, who holds a 33% advantage over Marcus Peters. Baltimore's O-line holds a 46% advantage over Buffalo's D-line, who converts a league-low 9% of pressures into sacks. Keep an eye on the weather for this one, which could be a factor. So right now they're predicting a 63% chance of snow on Saturday. And as much as I want to continue to see all the Bills Mafia's videos and really see them take it to the next level as they get farther in the playoffs, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson in the snow. Amato, what are you thinking? I like that pick. I get nervous that we're all kind of thinking the same thing here. That doesn't typically work out for us. Agreed. Uh, So the smart thing is probably to go the other way, but I agree. I love watching the Ravens right now. I mean, that run, the run game is impressive. The defense is playing tough and, oh man, I'm going Ravens. I'll stick with you guys. I'm going to follow that pick. A snow game would be really fun. 8-15 start, Saturday night snow game. How fun would that be to watch? That would be fun. Who do you think gets an advantage if that does happen? I mean, if it's a bad oh, snow game. The Ravens, Ravens. of course, because Josh, yeah, Josh Allen is going to have to throw the ball. I mean, the, the Buffalo isn't that great of a running team. Actually, Josh Allen's really hard to bring down. It, it's pretty amazing, actually, how elusive he actually is. But I, I think that the running team usually gets the advantage in the snow, and that's definitely the Ravens. Yeah. I agree. I mean, Josh Allen, if you look at it right now, he actually leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns as a Josh quarterback Allen. over the last two years, which is surprising. Um, 
and he's top two in, in yards. So yeah, I mean, only to Lamar, right? Only to Lamar Jackson. So this is a crazy matchup coming on here. So, all right. So we're all on the Ravens uh, plus two. <laughs> it's kind of scary, but that's what we're doing. Uh, so that brings us to our Sunday games. Kicking off a little bit earlier on Sunday with the Browns and Chiefs at 305. Current line is in the Chiefs' favor at minus 10. Teddy, who do you got in this game? Well, first of all, it's a 305 start, which I love. I I, I think if you're going to have two games on, 305, 640, both great because that, that second game will be over by like 930-ish, which is awesome. Anyway, that's just a side note. I'll take the Chiefs. I was on this very pod last week, and I was taking the Steelers. I thought they were going to blow out the Browns. The Browns get back their coaching staff, which Amato, I want to give you credit. You said that was the weakest part of their team, and I can't say that that was a lie because they put up 40-something points against the Steelers. So nice job there. Uh, I'm taking Chiefs minus 10 all day. All right, so we got 49% of the cash and 46% of the tickets on the Chiefs. The Chiefs coming to this matchup, coming off a bye week with home field advantage and hands down the better offense. From an O-line, D-line matchup perspective, there isn't much to note with uh, the exception of the Browns O-line having a 35% advantage against the run. The Chiefs wide receivers absolutely dominate the secondary of the Browns with the biggest advantage of 63% going to Tyreek Hill, who should see the bulk of his time in the slot. The Chiefs have gone 7-9 and nine against the spread this year, and 10 points in the playoff is a ton. So I'm going to fade you here, Teddy. Yeah, I'm with you, Matt. Uh, I'm going to fade you as well. I, I think the Chiefs are obviously the better team. They've got a much better offense. I think they will win this game, but the Browns can cover 10. The Chiefs are not good against the spread. The thing about the Chiefs that we have to look out for is they tend to get off to a slow start. And I don't know if it's coming off the bye or if they're looking past the team they're playing. But even last year against the Titans, they went down big same way. So you could see the Browns and the Browns went off to a fast start against the Steelers. So it'll be interesting to see how this first 10 minutes of this game goes. That's going to set the tone. Agree. That's 63% advantage going to Tyreek Hill, I think, could uh, for a couple couple scores. Yeah, I expect him to come up a little bit later on in the show as we go down to our TD scores. But let's jump on to our last game of the weekend. We've got a primetime game. Bucks in New Orleans going up against the Saints. The Saints are currently minus three. This game's kicking off at 6.40 p.m. on Sunday. And this is my game to pick. It's tough to go against Tom Brady. I've been saying that. I said that last week. I'm going to keep saying that. I know New Orleans is home, and that defense looks tough. But as much as it pains me to say this, I think Brady's going to bring this team definitely to the next round, but maybe even to the Super Bowl. I'm going to take the Bucks plus three. Jet fans are so fucking delusional. Matty Stats, what are you seeing? All right, so we got 56% of the cash and 48% of the tickets are on the Bucks. Brady's passer rating under pressure is 56.8. So Brady just doesn't perform well under pressure, so you could expect to see a lot of that coming out of the Saints. But this game overall has a making of a shootout. So we've got two solid quarterbacks. Brady, arguably the best quarterback in the league. In fact, not a single cornerback holds an advantage over a wide receiver in this entire game. The last thing I want to note, though, 
is since week 13, Drew Brees has a lower QB grade than Drew Locke. How dare you? Wow. What are you doing, Matt? So I'm going to follow you on this one, Amato. I'm going to go with the Bucks, but this was tight. I mean, I'll tell you one reason and one reason only. Fuck Brady, go Saints. Saints minus three. Wow. That's enough said. I think we could even move on from there. Right? Anything else to add to that? No, he's going down. Saints are winning a Super Bowl. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I don't agree with that at all, actually. Yeah, well, I just mushed them, so. They they are (laughs) such an unlucky team, too. I can't wait to see what... Imagine being the Saints, one of the most unlucky teams over the last couple years in the playoffs, going against Tom Brady. Yeah. One of the luckiest damn people I've ever seen put on a helmet. That's a tough matchup for the Saints. Let's take that one step further. Tom Brady is one of the luckiest human beings to ever step foot on this planet. Okay? Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me going. No. Nope. I mean, well, define luck. True. L- that's a define luck. I mean, the guy, uh, the guy doesn't I mean, need any alkaline. I mean, he, the guy's doing everything he can. He's like 43. He's in the best shape of his life. I'll define luck. Tuck rule. It's a rule that wasn't even a rule until that play happened against the Raiders. Tuck rule. That's fucking luck. All right. I'm going to bring us back here. We could rant about this all day long. So just to recap what we got going on for this weekend, we've got the Packers minus six and a half. We're going with the Ravens plus two. The whole pod is on the Ravens. So look out. We're split with the Browns and Chiefs. Me and Maddie's stats are going with the Browns. Teddy is riding the Chiefs minus 10. And same with the Bucks Saints. Maddie Stats and myself are on the Bucks and riding t- with Tom Brady. And Teddy is going Saints minus three. One more thing. Uh, he's lucky because his coach cheats a lot. His former coach cheats a lot. That's all I'll say. Let's go to touchdown scores. We are coming off a big weekend. Not only for us, but also for our followers. This is our favorite segment. We get a ton of engagement on our our Instagram page, helping us pick who these touchdown scores are going to be. And we're really looking forward to pick this weekend. We're going to do it a little bit differently, given the fact that there's only four games. So we're going to go through every game and give us, give the team a three player, uh, same game parlay. Same game. Same game. So we'll go through all three of those. And then at the end, we'll pick what our weekend parlay is going to be, which is our standard one player from each game. Boys, are you excited? Love, love the TD parlay. We want to talk about last week real quick? Yeah, let's talk about it. So we we decided to do uh, a Saturday parlay and a Sunday parlay. And then we obviously posted our, our normal weekend parlay. And we absolutely delivered for our team and our, all of our followers. We came through with a Saturday winner, a Sunday winner, and even at the end, a beautiful weekend winner with our boy Nick Chubb finishing it up. How did that feel when we saw Nick Chubb get in the end zone on Sunday night? Well, it felt Not as okay. good as it should have. Yeah, thank you, Matt. It felt okay. I mean, <laughs> actually a little demoralizing. <laughs> so just to give you guys a little recap of what happened, we were sitting there. It was Sunday night. We hit all five of our guys, and DraftKings said, you know what? We'll give you this if you just want to pull out now, or you can let it ride on Nick Chubb. And as a team, the three of us, Mr. Clutch, Mr. No Days Off, 
and Maddie Stats talked about it, took a vote, and it was a two to one vote in favor of uh, pulling out early. Unfortunately, it came down to, uh, you know, Nick Chubb got in that end zone and uh, we left some units on the table. I'll just put it that way. We sure did, boys. And for the record, it was me, Mr. Clutch, who really wanted to stick with Nick Chubb, really was feeling confident about our boy. But this is how we do it. It's a team game. You're listening. <laughs> I told you we're going to get Nick on the show at some point. Uh, <laughs> We'll keep putting them in our parlays here. but So we got a lot to talk about. We're going to go four games, four same-game parlay games. We're going to go with three players. We thought about adding a fourth in. Don't want to get too aggressive, but feel free to reach out to us if you like a fourth and you want to go for it. We're happy to give you our thoughts on, on some more touchdown scores. But let's stick with three. We've got our first game, Rams-Packers. We need three touchdown scores. Matty Stats, who's number one for us? So I'm going to take a bold pick here, and I'm, well, I guess it's not that bold. I'm going with Devontae Adams. It's <laughs> Devontae Adams against Jalen Ramsey. So Ramsey is hands down best cornerback in the league. But I got a lot of confidence in Devontae Adams. Everything that guy does just looks amazing. He looks like he's on another level. And then when you take a look at Ramsey, he gave up a 50-yard bomb to Metcalf last week and would have given up a second one had Wilson not over. I like that. I like it too. I love how he says he's going to go with a with a surprise pick here, a stretch. Devontae yeah. uh, averages over a touchdown a game this year. <laughs> he, he's cashed about eight tickets for us alone yeah. this year. <laughs> so no no surprise with Devontae Adams. I don't think you shocked anyone with that one, but we're going to lock him in. I'm on board with that all day. Teddy, who do we think is uh, number two for us in this game? Yep. It also has to do with Ramsey. This pick, Aaron Jones, I think in the red zone, a lot of the time uh, the Packers throw the ball. But I think because Rodgers' number one target, Monte Adams is going to be covered by Ramsey, they might run the ball a little bit or throw a little dump off to the back. So I'm thinking Aaron Jones gets in the end zone. That's two. Amato, who's the third? Uh, You know, I want to stick with our boy. We put him in a couple parlays, and he's cashed in for us the last two at least, and that's Akers. Cam Akers from the LA Rams. He's really taken over that backfield. He was running hard last week. I mean, falling forward every play, three, four yards of carry, and he delivered. And I'm putting him in this one for this week to deliver again. I like it. So Jones, Adams, and Akers, same game. What do we got next? All right, next up, we got Ravens and Bills. So this game is Saturday evening. A lot of touchdown scores in this game, but we want to keep it to three. Maddie Stats, who's number one for us in this game? So number one in this game, I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins. Uh, guy owns the backfield. He's looked great. He scored a touchdown in seven. a lot of games. Seven? Is it seven? Seven straight. I was going to say five, but seven's even better. And this has been my guy all season. Like, I've been talking up Dobbins trying to get him in the parlays. Wow. Amada, are you hearing this? I'm hearing this. I don't think that's true. Fucking slander over here. I've been trying to get Dobbins in since, like, week 12. Yep. The the week he scored his first touchdown, you've been talking him up on this podcast. And I can't get him in, no matter what. I've had to side bet him every time. And he, he delivers, but... 
finally this week he's in. I don't know how I should feel about that, but that's my boy. You convinced me, Amato. All right. Well, we're locking him in as number one. Teddy, who do you think's number two in this game? Yeah, you know, with the potential of the snow game and just how he ran for 150 yards and one touchdown, maybe two. Lamar Jackson, he's going to run another one in. I don't think he can be stopped. He's always the best athlete on the field. And that's the second guy. Amato, give me the third for the same game. I really want to go with three Ravens, but I, I know that's not right. I love Mark Andrews in this game. I call him a, an honorable mention, but I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs. Stud. Got to go with Diggs. He finds a way to get in the end zone, and I trust that if Buffalo is going to even compete in this game, they're going to get him the ball. Let's lock it in. Stefan Diggs, number three. So that's J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson, and Stefan Diggs for our same game parlay. Uh, just to give you an idea for this one, for odds-wise, if you if you put $100 on this bet, this would pay out $1,000. Let's move on to Sunday. We've got the Browns and the Chiefs kicking off in the afternoon. A lot of scores in this game. The over is pretty high, so we should see some touchdowns. Matty Stats, who's number one for us? I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. Favorite target of Patrick Mahomes. Guy puts out in the playoffs. Lock in Kelsey. He puts out? He puts, puts out. Puts in? <laughs> that puts in? No. Puts in, he puts out. He puts oh, in. Oh, oh, I, I see the innuendo, the implication. It's all about the implication. I see, well, the I implication see and the facts and the stats tell us that Travis Kelsey is going to get in the end soon. So that's number one for us. Lock in Travis Kelsey. Number two, Teddy, who do you like? This is a tough one. I think both of the Browns running backs are good picks. You know, Hunt scored twice last week, but Chubb scored two. I'm going to say Nick Chubb. I'm going to go Nick Chubb. Even though I think they'll be down, Hunt might get the majority of the snaps because of the game flow. I still think Chubb will find his way into the end zone. He's excellent back. Amato, who is the third member of our team? Also a tough decision for me. I like Tyree Kill. He got a lot of votes on the fan vote when we put that out today. He's the cheetah. He's pretty unguardable. But at the same time, I could see this being a game, if we want to go for it, where Patrick Mahomes does a little play action Le'Veon Bell and just walks into the end zone on a bootleg. I could see Mahomes getting in the end zone here. But we're going for ROI. And because of that, Tariq Hill, number three touchdown scorer in this game. Lock it in. All right, so we got Kelsey, Chubb, and Hill. Let's move on to our final game of the weekend, Bucks versus Saints. Again, another over above 50, so we should see a couple touchdowns here. We've got to pick three. Maddie Stats, who's number one? So number one for me is going to be Chris Godwin. He's expected to be matched up against a not very good cornerback that plays in the slot, holding a 53% advantage. So I'm going Chris Godwin. Not even good enough to get a name. Yeah, really. I, I knew I did. I'll say it now. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. It's a long name. It is. Three names. Fucking right. Well, Chauncey, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, you're gonna, we expect you to get burnt this weekend by Chris Godwin. <laughs> <laughs> That's our number one touchdown score in this game. Uh, lock it in. Teddy, who's number two for us? Alvin Kamara. 
The dude is a stud. He scored so many damn touchdowns. He scored six in a game, and he scored one last week for us. He's going to score another one for us this week. Amato, who's the third? Oh, man. I got to stick to Alvin Kamara for a second because he made us sweat that one out. Yep. That was the most stressful I was out of any of the other players. Even though Chubb went a little bit later in the game, I kind of felt like Chubb was going to score. But Kamara, I mean, the Saints, there was one drive. I remember we were all on on the group chat, and instead of giving it to Kamara, they run a a Taysom Hill play where that gets to the one-yard line, and then they run a jump pass. The jump pass. Oh, God, the jump pass. I was fuming at the jump pass. This is what the Saints do. This is why you put yourself in these positions to let the refs kill the game for you or to have bad luck. Like, give the ball to Kamara. Yep. One yard. Well, and so they didn't score on that drive. And so the next drive, they did deliver. They gave it to Kamara, and he scored a touchdown. And I love how it works, game. right? Yeah. Made us really sweat that one out. I was not a fan of Sean Payton. I was... Glad that Carter was sleeping at that time because I was pretty loud talking to my TV. Also, I think that Latavius Murray got a couple of goal line touches too, which was upsetting. He scored a touchdown on a little dump pass that normally is Kamara. And I think we all felt like like he stole the one that we were going to get. But he delivered for us like he's done all year. So we're going to put him in this one as well. So we've got Godwin, Kamara. This one's tough. For me, I've been saying it all night. I've been saying it all week. I'm going to stick with it. I think Antonio Brown's getting in the end zone. So let's lock in A.B. Tom Brady loves loves A.B. And he's going to make he really sure he does. targets. He brought him to New England. He brought him to Tampa. He's bringing him any, everywhere and anywhere he goes. Didn't did A.B. live in Brady's house? I think he, he is did. living in Brady's house now. Currently? When he first went to Tampa, he was definitely living with Brady. Say with New England. They're best friends. Yeah. I would love to hear that conversation with Giselle. (laughs) You've read all the articles about what this guy's done. We're going to bring him into our house. (laughs) You also have to remember his house is like 30,000 square feet. So it's like six of my house. Six? (laughs) The numbers aren't coming to me well. It's a lot more square feet than my house. Yeah. They probably don't even see each other, but we love AB this week. And we actually love this game as a whole. We've actually pinged this game as a game that we think is going to go over 51 and a half. So we've got a couple extra TD scores that we like. Um, Michael Thomas was one that we mentioned. He got, he came back last week and looked healthy. He got in the end zone. Is there anybody else we like in this game? I like Evans. I like Evans to score every week. I mean, big target, red zone target. Brady loves to throw in the ball. Same with Gronk. Both big targets. Because Brady doesn't give a fuck. He'll throw to whoever's, you know, got the easier matchup or the, the better route. Wherever yeah. he's given him, he's going to throw to him, which makes, you know, picking touchdown scores with him so difficult. Because back when, like, Matthew Stafford had, like, Calvin Johnson, you knew that Stafford was going to Calvin Johnson, right? Like, you just know that certain players are getting the ball. But Brady's kind of like, eh. Let's see which way the defense is playing. Where's the safety going over the top? All right, over there? All right, I'll throw it over here. Yeah. Yeah, Calvin Johnson would have been like minus 300 in odds. Like, he was was definitely scoring a touchdown. The only thing that makes me nervous on Gronk, just before we move on, is Cameron Braid has been getting some play. 
so I have Gronk on my fantasy team, and I would just be screaming at the TV as Braid is on the field in the red zone sometimes. So just keep that in mind if you're thinking about Gronk. I mean, what we'll do is we're going to post our same game parlay, obviously ahead of kickoff with plenty of time for you to get your play in as well. So we'll keep each touchdown score coming in. And then as always, we're going to pick our weekend parlay. This is where we take one touchdown score from each game. There are four games this weekend. So we're picking four touchdown scores out of everybody just picked. We want our four best touchdown scores. Let's start with number one, Matt. Who do we got? So I'm going to go with Chubb. Chubb's going to push one in this week. So Nick Chubb, lock that in. Nick Chubb on the board. So that eliminates Travis Kelsey and Tariq Hill since we can only take one player from each game. We're locking in Nick Chubb as number one. Teddy, we're looking for our second scorer. Who do we got? Let's go Alvin Kamara. Kamara's going to score a touchdown. Drew Brees is... He needs the dump off pass. He's going to rely on Kamara. So is Sean Payton. We got Alvin Kamara. Amato, who do you got for the third pick? The Kamara one that takes away my favorite player of the weekend, Antonio Brown. But I'm with you. Kamara's going to score. I agree. I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Oh, throwing the change up here, huh? We're going Lamar Jackson. Jay is not going to be happy with you. No, but J- JK, if you're listening, just put out a good block for him because he's getting in the end zone and I'd l- make it a little bit easier. Lamar Jackson, number three for us this weekend. Lock it in. And we have one more. Let's let's do let's do a little round table here. Adams, Akers, who do we think? Anybody else in that game? Uh, I mean, looking at I'm pulling up our poll we put out on the page today. We got a lot of Devontae Adams. I had a couple people message me. And mention our boy, exactly how you said, Cam Akers. Apparently, we've been talking about him for the last couple weeks. And I think he gets in again. Who else are we missing? Cooper Cup? Nah, he's hobbled. Robert Woods is not backing on Robert Woods either. I'll be honest. I want to really give my faith in Jared Goff throwing the ball this week. Yeah, Goff is average at best. That Woods end around. I could see them trying that a couple times. They, you know, Sean McVay loves the Robert Woods end around. It's just, <laughs> at least twice a game. Yeah, so it's coming. It's got to be called at the right time. But I don't know, boys. What do you think? I mean, it really comes down, looking at the page, and based on what we've done in the past, I think it comes down to Devontae Adams and Cam Akers. I vote for Adams. Adams against Ramsey? Yeah. They're, they're going to put him in motion, or they're going to do something and get him in the end zone. I agree. Adams is going for two or three, I think. Let's go, Devontae Adams, lock it in. Uh, so I'm that is, both you guys, and I'm gonna go Acres. You're gonna go Acres. That's fine. I mean, I one. mean, you guys, it's a two versus one, so you guys definitely lock that in. But if I had a pick between the two, so I still think Adams scores. But if I had a pick between the two, I like Acres because Acres isn't getting covered by Jalen Ramsey. So I feel the I feel like more confident in that. My only hesitation, and I agree, because I've been on Acres. I love Acres, but we had that big ticket in with Derrick Henry, and he was the last of our six-player parlay. It was a snowy game in Lambeau, and they locked him down. And that's the only hesitation I have, because if there's snow on Sunday, I think the Packers can do a good job of shutting down the run. 
That's a good point. I'm having nightmares about that moment. But. <laughs> so we're going to go Devontae Adams. Even though he's going against Ramsey, I think that just speaks to how dominant he's been this year uh, and how big of a fan we all are of Devontae Adams. So for the weekend parlay, we've got Kamara, Adams, Chubb, Lamar Jackson. Lock it in. Remember, we will make sure to post this on Saturday morning but we will hold off to make sure we have all the latest information on our players. So I know you, those of you who listen to the podcast, if it's a little bit different on Saturday, that's why. So we recommend just holding off, being a little bit patient, making sure we get all the best info. Boys, what else do we have to add here? Let's talk about the uh, fan votes today, Amato. How that? Ton of fan votes today. So I think people are really excited about going into the divisional weekend. We put out a poll, asked uh, who's their number one touchdown scorer. We got over 200 responses, which is pretty awesome. And so because of that, we felt like we would put out a, a, a fan parlay or a followers parlay. So we'll, we'll do that. We're going to post on Friday night. Once we release the podcast, we'll post the fan parlay that you guys all put together. And we already decided as a team, we're going to throw down on that one and uh, see if our fans deliver for us as well. Thank you, guys. We appreciate everyone participating and uh, joining in. Yeah, that's awesome to see. 200 responses on that. And uh, again, we're going to post that this Saturday. So let's get into dad life a little bit. we got to balance babies and bets. We've all got our kids at home. We've got a big sports weekend coming up. And uh, as always, we've got our favorite segment, the dad question of the week where Maddie stats brings us uh, a question that he gets. And there are some crazy questions coming out of that household. Maddie stats. Hope you got a good one for us this week. I do have a good one for you. So I'll preface this with, you should answer this question as you would answer it to a kid. So no scientific answer here. Matt, um, just to let you know real quick, Amato and I, we're not going to answer it scientifically. We're not science guys. Give it to us. What do we got here? Dad question right. of the week. So we're sitting at the table and, you know, I've cut up chicken for dinner and I put some chicken on Layla's plate. And she looks at me and says, what's the difference between a chicken and this chicken? What's the difference between a chicken and this chicken? Yeah. That's it. It's got my brain in a pretzel. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I mean, my fear, if she asks this question, I answer this question wrong. I end up with a vegan. <laughs> like, she's going to tell me about how she's a vegan all the time. And I don't want nothing to do with that. So I don't want to scar her. She's like starting to make the connection that a chicken is a chicken. So how do you answer that question and not end up with a kid who doesn't eat animals? Yeah. I would say there is many range farms that produce chickens that are just made to provide us with food keep it really broad amato yeah um this is tough i'm trying to put myself in the moment i'd probably say there are chickens that you'll see at a farm and then there are chickens that you'll eat and that's the difference between yep. i like how you divide it like up the two like they're going to be different when they're really not yeah, I mean, at least for now. <laughs> I'll buy you like two more years, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll, re you know, 
we'll revisit this in a couple of years and we'll see where we're at there. Matt, how'd you answer? Uh, I just put a Reese's peanut butter cup on our plate and moved on. <laughs> no Mid-dinner, mid-dinner. Not even. What did the wife say about that? She just gave me a look and I was just like, hey, ooh, look at this. How about candy mid-dinner? <laughs> I, don't want, I didn't want any of that noise. Yeah. Really? Don't worry about your vegetables I, tonight either. I just, I just dodged that question. I wanted nothing to do with it. How do you answer that? That's a good I mean, question. I mean, she's really a thinker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be in trouble. You are. We're going to get her in the school or something. Somebody's got to harness this energy because I can't. Someone's got to answer these questions. Yeah, I do not envy you with some of those questions coming out of there. That's hilarious. All right, that was another great dad question for this week. For those of you who get that question moving forward, hopefully you're more prepared to answer that. We would love to get some more engagement from you guys on the dad questions. So we're going to post that to the page this week to try to get some ideas for you. And so that's it for us. It was another great episode. This is Divisional Round. We are very excited for this weekend. Remember to keep an eye out on the Instagram page and on our other social media pages for our pod picks and for our TD scores. Uh, keep an eye out for any last minute changes. And um, whether you follow or fade us, as always, thank you for tuning in. We hope you win some cash. How about them, Cowboys? I know that game.